Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by my king of the jungle, Cleon Bewley. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Why is you, Klingerding? Regular podcast presenter, Sunday League football le- legend, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, son of a gun. Woo! How you doing, mate? I'm good, man, I'm good. I'm good. Uh-huh. Bringing in the Ric Flair. Are you wearing this, your shoes? Your Gucci, Woochie, Hoochie, Poochie, woo! Shoes? <laughs> <laughs> It's one of my. Oh, I just, I, I just watch, um, I watch Ric Flair so much on, uh, oh bloody YouTube. Yeah, I just gobble up Ric Flair. You know, if you you ever want to watch the best promos in the game, then you got to watch some Ric Flair promos. They're fucking so. He was so good at what he did. So good. Oh, what's our, what's the promo we did with, where they were imitating each other? They were imitating each other. Oh, oh uh, with Jay Lethal. No, it was a TN- TNA with Jay Lethal. TNA with Jay, Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal yeah. was doing his, doing yeah. his Ric Flair. He's fucking I brilliant. I watched that and shared that so much on my timeline. Do you know, one, one of my favourite um, Ric Flair promos was WCW, where he was actually losing the plot in the ring, and he was just taking his clothes off and throwing them into the crowd. That was the shoes. See these shoes? These Gucci Gucci <laughs> shoes? Woo! He takes them off and just throws them into the crowd, like just gets naked, starts elbow dropping his tie, like fucking. He went batshit in WCW. That man did. Um, he's so so good. Such a such a good wrestler. Such a good promo. Um, he's a little bit of a parody of himself these days, uh, but uh, yeah, just an absolute legend. I remember when he quote unquote retired in WWE. I know he went on to. Um, go into TNA and he ended up wrestling again but that whole retirement weekend with the induction into the Hall of Fame and the match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania Was that where Triple H had to interrupt him? Um, at the Hall of Fame? Yeah I don't think he interrupted him, no I know he um, yeah, like, he told him he had to wrap it up <clears throat> during his speech You know what, yeah it might have been, that's ringing bells now I remember watching an interview with Triple H and he's like, how do you go and tell the greatest wrestler of all time? So he's got to wrap it up. Um, yeah. And then the Monday Night Raw, the actual retirement on Monday Night Raw and they bring all the legends out and Taker came out. I fucking cried like a baby when I was watching that, man. Proper. <laughs> Honestly. There's not many things. There's not many sporting things that get that get me, but like Ric Flair's retirement and Edgy's retirement, every single goddamn time I watch Edge retire, Edgy's, Edgy's retire cry me eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hellfire um, Eddie Guerrero did me as well Eddie Guerrero passing away man and the whole tribute show that was um, that was a tearjerker as well you know what I mean it's 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 funny isn't it? like because some, some people you know I say like you know oh, I cried when Edge retired some people would laugh at me for that like it's, it's just wrestling Dave it's not even real it's like yeah now there's fucking Coronation Street but you still watch it um, it's, it's true you know but when you've when you've been like emotionally involved in something since you were a kid, and this shit gets you, you know what I mean. It's only like you know football fans like yourself, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. When 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 a football legend passes away or early retirement, you know you, you're going to feel a bit, you're going to get upset yeah. over it. You know what I mean. It's one of them things. Like I mean, I haven't watched 
wrestling for quite a while now. I've been, I'm, it's boring the crap out of me at the moment. Um, but I might, it's that season again, isn't it? We've got Survivor Series uh, coming up, and yeah, it's you know, again. Let's have a look. Let's get Christmas out of the way, and the same thing happens to me every year. Royal Rumble, and that's where I go. Yeah. It's my favourite pay per view, Royal Rumble. I fucking love the Royal Rumble. Same. And same. Every year, I'll I'll watch Royal Rumble, and I'll be like, oh, oh, that was that was spicy. That was good. Years ago, years ago, when I used to live in Kidsgrove with my mum and everyone, we used to go round next door late at night for the Royal Rumble. Or I used to go round next door. There was three lads who lived round next door, and yeah. they used to have a party, and they used to invite everybody round for the Royal Rumble. And we used to shout down the clock. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight. And shout it down and see who came out. So that was the days of, oh God, we're talking British Bulldog. Yeah. We're talking the original Royal Rumble yeah. stuff there. Yeah, yeah, There's that's been those guns, days man. when the satellite dish wasn't just like on the side of the house. The satellite dish was on like a plinth. <laughs> like fucking mounted in the garden. <laughs> Yeah, size, it was the size dish. of the house for fuck's sake. Our satellite dish was like on top. It was on top of the garage, like George or fucking bank. <laughs> it was on these wooden like things, and we were we were no longer allowed to use the garage as goals, just in case just we get a balloon. Just in case. And you knock the satellite dish a little bit because then the guy had to come round to just move it that little move bit again. Back. So you got Sky going again, and yeah, that was the early Sky Sports era yeah, as well. Yeah, I um, yeah, 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 yeah. I never, I, we never had Sky back when when I was growing up. We got we got cable probably in the late nineties, but we didn't have any of the premium channels. It was just the the standard channels. We didn't have sports or movies or anything like that. Um, but I do remember. When um, when my bedroom at home became my bedroom, like my brothers had moved out and it was my room, um, I saved up a bunch of cash and uh, I bought, you know, I bought like a media setup, you know what I mean? I got myself a TV, yeah. a DVD player, a video player, stereo, turntable, and I was gifted a skybox. It was an analog skybox. This is, you know, back when, uh, when it was analog, like, so it was an analog skybox and in a massive old big round analog dish and i just mm -hmm. remember like climbing up the ladder standing on the kitchen roof and literally i had my tv turned to the bedroom window and i was hanging off the kitchen roof on the outside looking through my window at the tv while turning this huge dish just to try and get reception <laughs> and then eventually I had nothing to go on apart from the direction that all the other dishes were pointing in. So it was like, let's kind of get it roughly to that <laughs> let's place. Kind and then kind of get it to the same. Yeah, and then just watch the meter on the TV move up. And then once it had locked, like pull the fucking spanner out of my pocket and just tighten it up so it doesn't move. And then <laughs> it was only like a couple of months later where um, I got gifted a fucking digital set-top box. So I had to go and get a fucking digital LMB for the end of the dish. There used to be a an aerial place just up the road from where I live now, actually, where um, they built all the Costa and everything. There was an aerial place down there. And I remember buying this digital MB literally off the back of somebody's van. I went into the shop to get one, and there was an engineer in there. And he's like, don't bother, mate. I've got one on my van. I'll do it you like third of the price. Um, so I literally paid nothing for this one oh. off the back of this guy's van. Um, <clears throat> and then literally, but just got like the free two air channels, really, until I could afford sports. Oh. But... 
All's we used to. Uh, go on. I've had Sky, as you know, forever. You, yeah, yeah. I've always had it as a staple uh, in the house. And I've had the same Sky account, believe it or not, Dave, since Cobridge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? And do you know how many boxes I've had? Go on. Two. Fuck you now. So you had your original Two. digital one and then... Have you I just... had to take that original digital one from Cobridge. I took it with me. Mm. Sorry, I've had three. They upgraded me when they did a, a engineer into Hanley. Yeah. Into Birchie's head. And then I took that box with me to Hanley. And then when I moved into this house, I got this box. Mm-hmm. Are you on SkyQ yeah. now? It just, yeah. Is it the yeah. SkyQ box? Like that new, yeah, that the was the latest box yeah. that I had because I bought this box with me. <clears throat> and then they had to upgrade it to SkyQ. I yeah. haven't got SkyQ box. I've still got the old style box. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Wow. See, I've got one of the old, old Sky Plus it's still boxes. still HD. Yeah, yeah. I've got one of the old the old Sky Plus boxes, the non-HD but I've ones. had HD for ages. Mm. We, we, um... Since plasma. <clears throat> See, we, I've always been the other way. I always went with cable. Um, so, like, we had cable in the old house. And then when I moved here, uh, we, didn't, we didn't have anything for fucking a good two years. Uh, but then no. we, we, we had the, well, Virgin, it was up, it was Virgin. No, it wasn't. It was still NTL when I, um, when I first had it installed. It was still NTL that owned cable. Well, what you may not know about me, David, is I once worked for nine months at Richer Sounds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. And during the induction training at Richer Sounds, you got to go to Julian Richard's house mm. and learn all about cabling and HD and HDMI and all that type of stuff. So pretty much since then, I've always had HDMI cabling. Yeah. Yeah, and into a plasma screen because you kind of got a plasma. You always got a plasma screen if you were working there. Anyway, <laughs> it was just you can't work there all them hours with discounts and everything else with all that equipment around you forever and not buy anything. Yeah, you can't, Dave. No, can't. I, imagine it. It, it imagine would be. It. I wouldn't have any wages. Imagine it, Dave. I wouldn't have any Imagine wages. It, all them subwoofers and stereos and televisions and oh, the televisions, Dave. The curves, the three D. <laughs> oh, Dave. The HDMI, the the fourteen K. The oh, Dave. The, oh, Dave. I just spent my money everywhere. Yeah, I'd, I'd struggle. My bedroom, my bedroom looked amazing. I'd struggle with wages, but if working in that place, I'd just be buying shit all the fucking time. Oh, at Birchie's head, my bedroom was amazing. <laughs> um. Yeah. So what are you anyway, how are you, mate? No, Let's I'm good, man. I'm I'm good. It, it's uh I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's it's um it's uh essay week for me this week. So um mm-hmm. as as you're aware and maybe some of the listeners are aware, I'm studying I'm doing a, a music degree at the moment and uh, I'm into my second stage as it is, because I'm only doing it part time, so this is this would be the equivalent of the start of the second year. Um but it's called um level two. So it's the start of level two for me, and um, my. Is this an of you to teach music? Uh, no, this is just this is just for self development. Um, it's something that I should have done years ago when I left um, uni last time. The intention mm-hmm. was to um, take a year out and then return 
to university uh, when it would have put me, I would have gone straight onto the second year of a degree back then because I did a higher national diploma to start off with. Everything, the, everything with me with education, like when I was at school and GCSEs, everything pointed to me going down the academic route. So, you know, GCSE grades and like mm-hmm. careers advice and the, me tutors and whatnot, they were all like, oh, you've got to go and get your A-levels and you've got to go and get a degree. And it didn't interest me in the slightest. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to take the practical route. So that's what I did. Uh, when, I, when I went to college, I did uh, a national diploma, did a BTEC instead, and then went on to a higher national diploma because the practical side of it interested me so much more than the, than the academic side. Um, so when I completed the HND, it would have put me straight onto the second year of a degree. That was the intention. Mm-hmm. And then life happened. You know, I took a gap year. Life happened. Um, and I kind of drunk. I kind of yeah. I got I got a lost interest in going back. In all fairness, you know, I had a decent job. You know, money in the bank. Um, you know, just little things like that. Where it, it, you know, an education really wasn't in the forefront of my mind. So, actually, like over the last few years. I started to think, oh, maybe I should have gone and done that. I should have completed that. So the idea for signing up to this degree was literally just for self-improvement. It was just for me to go, you know what, I need to do this. Uh, downside was, is, you know, I, I've been out of the game too long, so I had to go in in on the first year. Um, so, yeah, I've just started level two, and this week is, I'm, I'm six weeks in now, and this week is assignment week. Um, mm-hmm. So... It's split into three parts. Uh, one part I've already done. It's um, it's uh, it's like independent study and interaction interaction with other students. Um, so that's a, an on, like a weekly ongoing thing. Um, and th- so, what, what's your independent study so about? Every time you, if you work through a block, that this unit, this module is in blocks. It's in four uh-huh. blocks. And as you work, th- or oh, six blocks, I can't remember. As you work through the blocks, um, it's split into. <laughs> you better know. <laughs> it, know yeah. It's split into units, um, and every unit um, is on a different subject. So, like the way the, the way they give it to you is, uh, they give you like a, a, a planner, and every week is one unit. So you work your way through that unit, and then at the end of the unit, you get given a question. Um, but it's it's independent study. So um, in week one, we were studying the form of music, the form of a song. So you had to take any song of your choice, it's independent study, and break that down into its form and present that to your fellow students in your tutor group. Um, you know what the next question is, don't you? Go on. What song did you choose? I chose uh, The Beatles' I'm a Loser for that one. Um, mm. And then, so I, I broke that down into its form and blah, blah, blah. So that part of the assignment is the ongoing independent study. And you've just got to show that you you took part in the independent study and you also commented on other people's work. And it's like having a virtual conversation through forums. Um, and you just kind of got to prove that you've done that. That's worth a low percentage of, of, of the assignment. Another part of it is music theory. Um, and it's uh, it's worth like forty seven percent of the of the overall um, grade for the assignment, and it's just it's a it's a worksheet that's done through software, and it's just answering a, 
a fuck ton of questions on, on music theory, basically. So I did that yesterday. And uh, so today I started the essay. And the essay is on, um, Car- you know, Kareen Bailey Ray, Put Your Records On? Yeah. Um, it's it's on that song. So you've basically got to analyse that song, um, you know, discuss its form, its texture, its scale, uh, its rhythm, its meter. And so you've got to basically break the song down and analyse it, uh, analyse that song. So I started doing that today and um, I got the form locked down, got everything written down, typed all that up. But I'd been, I've been listening to it for like an hour and a half, two hours, just, it's only a three minute fucking song. So just listening to it over and over again. And eventually you kind of lose all the details and it starts blending into just sounding like one, just blah of a song. You get a bit fed up of listening to it and it becomes a bit of an ad blag. So I called it a day. I was like, that'll do for today. I'll carry on tomorrow. Um, so I thought I'll go get a little bit of fresh air. I needed to get a couple of essentials. Uh, went up to Sainsbury's and literally I go in the shop and over the, over the tannoy, they're, um, they're playing, they've got this looping advert that says about some people, don't, uh, some people won't be wearing masks because they're exempt, blah, blah, blah. So that was playing as I went in and then that cut off. And the first fucking song to play when I was in there was put your records on. And I'm like, Sainsbury's is trolling me. Sainsbury's is full on <laughs> fucking trolling me. Like I've literally, I've just listened to this for two hours and it's the first song I hear when I go into a shop. I'm like, for fuck's sake. But I tell you what, man, I was humming along to it while I was walking around. Oh, but you were. Um, so yeah, I got, I got fucking trolled by Sainsbury's. Um, but yeah, so SA week, that's pretty much what I've been doing all weekend. Just kind of working on that. And, um, we've had the Turkish Grand Prix this weekend as well, um, yeah. which was absolutely fucking phenomenal. Go on then, cream over Lewis Hamilton. Oh, I will, I will, I will. Um, so <laughs> the thing about this, uh, this, this um, track, Cleon, it's an Istanbul. It's the Istanbul something. Do you want to get the loom out of mute? Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't. Uh, not yet. <clears throat> That's for the the alone times. Um, so this track basically hasn't been used for years. And they never thought it was going to get used again. And at one point, like, some fucking... From what I can gather, some fucking rental car company owned it and they used it as a car park, this track. So, literally, like, three days or something before they were there for free practice, they just finished resurfacing it. And the surface, apparently, was dog shit. Like, it was really fucking bad. And it's pissed it down all weekend as well so for me you've got a shitty surface you've got rain and i'm thinking oh this is going to be spicy this is going to be a good fucking race because every single driver is going to be so goddamn uncomfortable and it was man dave the 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 mercedes were nowhere in free practice um and i think in in qualifying like hamilton qualified sixth bottas ninth it's the first time that we haven't had like a Mercedes 1-2 all season. Um, you had the two Force Indias, uh, or Racing Points as they're called now. Lance Stroll, who's a fucking liability, got pole. Um, and Sergio Perez, who doesn't have a drive next year, which I think is fucking disgusting. First and second. It, it was like the, the grid was so upside down. And then the race starts, and... 
it was just like it's it, it solidifies the fact that when you've got two cars like the Mercedes cars that are dominating, if you take them cars out of the equation, out of the equation, then you know you're going to get a good race because all the other drivers know they've got something to race for and they're all battling. Sebastian Vettel, who's had a shitty season, literally goes from eleventh to like fourth by the first corner. Um, it, it, it just <laughs> flies up like Valtteri Bottas just disappeared into nowhere. He de- he spun out God knows how many times. He couldn't get he couldn't get control of his car at all. Hamilton gets up into third, then drops down into sixth, and kind of hovers there for the first third of the race or something, and then all of a sudden. He was fucking hammer time, wasn't it? He just, from nowhere, decided to go, oh, yeah, I, I drive F1 and I'm really fucking good at it. And showed the world, in my opinion, why he's the best Formula 1 driver of all time. He yeah. really fucking is, and he's proved that today. And, and that, that race, in these conditions, he's proved it. And Seb Vettel got on the podium as well. Sergio Perez second, once again, disgusting that he doesn't have a drive next year. Um, he really should have, have a drive and in a decent car as well. Uh, he's a brilliant, brilliant driver. Uh, so to you see, mean he doesn't have a team. Yeah. So basically, um, Sergio Perez races for Racing Point, and uh, next year they will be Aston Martin. Uh, the rebranding is Aston Martin next year, and <clears throat> Lawrence Stroll owns the team, and his son Lance Stroll drives for the team. Now, wherever Lawrence Stroll's invested his money, just so happens that Lance Stroll's had a drive in that team. And Sebastian Vettel, who drives for Ferrari, well, Ferrari didn't even go into negotiations with him this year. They just said, we're not signing you again. And they signed Carlos Sainz instead. A four-time world champion, a veteran of the sport, uh, a guy that... I can't wait to hate again, because at the moment I fucking love him, but I can't wait to hate him again. Such a good driver, and a really fucking nice guy as well. To be treated like that by Ferrari is is horrible. So, Sergio Perez and Lance Stroll are tied into contracts. Next thing you know, Aston Martin sign Sebastian Vettel and get rid of Sergio Perez. I can only imagine they've had to pay him off, um, because he was in a contract. So, Sergio Perez hasn't got a drive... But, of course, Lance fucking Stroll's got the drive because his dad owns the team. So, of course, he's got the fucking drive. This is Lance Stroll who spends more time fucking spinning off, making dangerous fucking moves that don't come off. He even ran over one of his own pit crew a couple of weeks ago. Like, he's a fucking liability. And today, when he he, he got told to pit for better tyres, didn't want to, threw his teddies out the pram, went in a fucking mood, ended up coming ninth when he was leading the race. He could have won that race if he'd have just done as, he's done as he was fucking told. He could have won the race. And he did yeah. it. He ended up coming ninth. I can't stand the prick, honestly. Um, <laughs> but Lewis Hamilton, to literally go from like nothing, a really shitty weekend, to then win the race in these conditions, um, phenomenal. And now equals Michael Schumacher's world championship record seven world championships um and you could argue that he's had the best car because he has but i'm not being funny valtteri he's bottas, not the best yet then valtteri bottas has had the best car as well and he hasn't been able to beat him nico rosberg had the best car and he only beat him once you know what i mean there was there was two before that that lewis hamilton won it's it he's the best formula one driver of all time no, and, and and he solidified that today 
How was he? He's joined seventh, isn't he? He's joint on championships with Michael Schumacher, but he's he's broke a fuck ton of his other records, um, and he's he's dominated. And, and I think you know, with conditions like we've had this weekend, um, it just shows what a fucking perfect driver he is. Uh, I hope he resigns with Mercedes. I hope he drives next year. I think he'll be silly if he doesn't. Um, they're keeping this because they started late this season because of COVID and everything. They're keeping the same cars for next year, and then they're bringing in new engine regulations for 2022. So all the cars are going to be different. Um, yeah. So next year he's going to have the same car, and so is every other team. Which means Mercedes will have the dominant car again. It'll be silly if he doesn't resign because he can capture his eighth. He can get his eighth world championship, and he, and he could do it fucking easily in that car and then break the record. Um, he hasn't signed yet. It, it'd surprise me if he doesn't. But, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I think I think he is the greatest driver of all time. Well, fair enough. That's your opinion and your entitlement. <laughs> I think he will be the greatest when he's broke Schumacher's record. Okay. And that's fair enough. That's fair. He's not... He's. I suppose you could class him as the most successful driver because there's other records that he's broke, like, you know, the amount of wins and the amount of poles and stuff like that. Uh, but with, you know, world championships, he's equaling Michael Schumacher. You know, some would argue that Michael Schumacher didn't always have the best car and he was still able to win. Some would argue uh, that Michael Schumacher won because he was a dirty fucking cheat, which he did. Some would, a some of times. would argue that Michael Schumacher stopped because he can't ski. Anyway. Oh, Cleon. Oh, Dave. Oh, I'm going to have to mute you after that. Dave. <laughs> Go on. Dave. The Grim Reaper's been about again. He has. Sorry, I've got biscuit. He has. He's been about again. He's been doing business. He's been doing bits. He's been doing bits as old Grimp, as old Grimster. Oh, David. The other week he took Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Today, Dave, we woke up to some very sad news, didn't we? We certainly did. Des O'Connor. Des O'Connor. Des O'Connor. Des O'Connor. 36 albums, four top 10 singles, including the number one, I Pretend, and 16 million, album, 16 million records sold. I won't say albums, I'll say records. <laughs> and a well-known friendship with comedians Morecambe and Wise. Yeah. He was, he's, he's literally like, he's one of the last of like the old entertainers, isn't he? You know what I mean? That, that, that series of Mates. what I call old school entertainment, you know, he, he, he really, I, I remember like, you know, um, the Des O'Connor show and Des O'Connor tonight that's mainly where I remember him from, like in the 80s and 90s. And whenever I think Des O'Connor, I always think Cliff Richard as well, because Cliff Richard was always on his fucking show. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, let's look at the form, look at the form. The Des O'Connor show, 1963 to 1973. The Des O'Connor, sorry, Des O'Connor entertains 76 to 70, 74 to 76, sorry. Des O'Connor tonight, 97 to 02. Take your pick, 99, 92 to 99. Today with Des and Mel, 0206, and Countdown, 0708. I was going to say he did Countdown as well, didn't he? He was on telly every week until 2008, between 1963 and 2012, 
only one other person that he called that, and that's Bob Barker on America TV. On American TV, um, it's you know one of the shows you just pulled up. Actually, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. Um, did you ever watch Today with Des and Mal? Yeah, I used to fucking love that show. You know, because in my head I saw it advertised, and I went, "Who in their right mind thought putting?" Old school entertainer Des O'Connor and Melanie fucking Sykes together would work. In my head, I was like, this is, this is car crash waiting to happen. And then I watched it. I'm like, these two are really fucking good. They had a really good chemistry together. I used yeah. to, like, you know, <clears throat> I mean, that was, obviously, it was daytime TV when I was a student, so obviously I could watch it because I would never went to college. Um, so, um, but I used to love that show. It was a really good entertainment show, a really good, uh, you know, daytime tv and they had yeah. cool guests on there and whatnot they had curtis steigers on once cleon oh <laughs> he did it you know i actually remember what he did as well bear in mind this is did he sing the song Dave? no he sang the beatles i feel fine but he had his saxophone with him as well and he played saxophone interested. on it as well i'm uh, not interested <laughs> But I just if he didn't think... sing the song dave i'm not interested he has to sing the song i couldn't think of like you know who, who in the right mind would think that that combination would work, Des O'Connor and Melanie Sykes? And it really fucking did. It was it was really good. I mean, what was Melanie Sykes doing at the time? Had she not long come off the Big Breakfast, something like that? Something like that. I think the she Big did. Breakfast had just wrapped, yeah. Who did, she, did, who did she do the Big Breakfast with? Was it Anton Deck? No, the Big... Anton Deck weren't on the Big Breakfast. They did, they did. They, Anton Deck did the Big Breakfast for a, a... No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. I'm going to have to Google that. I swear they did. Maybe they didn't. Because you had the, the original. The original was Chris Evans and Chris Evans. Gabby Rosling. Anton, Anton Deck didn't do Big Breakfast. I'm, I fucking bet you that I'm gonna win. Go on there. They, well, they, they appeared on the Big Breakfast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on, listeners. Dave's gonna research and realise he's wrong. I'm probably wrong. No, she definitely. Just bear with me. She Just did eat. Me. She did eat with. There was another two <laughs> presenters. We'll just skate over, yeah. <laughs> there was another two presenters that did it with 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 Melanie Sykes, and um, and I swear it was Anton Deck. <laughs> I swear it was big <laughs> breakfast presenters. <laughs> you know, you know, I've fucking got this wrong, Anton. Yeah, I know I've got it wrong. The demise presenters. We'll edit this out. <laughs> All right, stand-ins, co-presenters. Right, according to this, Melanie Sykes didn't even do the big breakfast, so what the fuck did she do then? <laughs> <laughs> Unless they were stand-ins. Nope. I'm going to, man. The bigger breakfast, Melanie Sykes. Two episodes that Dave saw once. <laughs> Melanie Sykes did the bigger breakfast. Yeah. No word of Anton Deck. I've got that in my head because I swear, unless it was a different show, and the, maybe it was a the, maybe it was a show that Anton Deck were doing, they were interviewing Melanie Sykes. But in my head, it's it's got that big, it's got that big. <laughs> she was on SMTV once. <laughs> yeah, she, but in my head, it's got that big breakfast feel to it. 
SMTV. No. Oh, well, I thought that up. Um, so, yeah, she was affiliated with the Big Breakfast then, if she did the Big Breakfast, but I can't think of what else she was doing, <laughs> apart from the bo- <laughs> apart from the, um, the Boddington's well, advert. She was affiliated, then. She was affiliated. Yeah, you yeah. Are. She did the Boddington's advert. Remember that? She was the ice cream lady. <clears throat> yeah, she was. Yeah. Uh, whatever happened to Boddington's? Uh, I drank it all, Cleon. <laughs> and threw up at your house. That's what happened to Boddington's. So, so what's been going on in your? What's been going on in media? What's been going on? What have you got? What have I? Oh, um, not Hit much me. to be honest with you. I, the, oh fuck me! Something I did read actually. Right, so the the Christmas adverts have started rolling out. They have, I haven't seen any. Go no, on. I haven't watched any yet. So the, uh, <laughs> anybody uh, that isn't from the UK, right? So we, I know we've, we've got listeners all over the world now. Um, uh, every year, there's, a, there's, there's the company John Lewis, right? And they put yeah. a Christmas advert out. And it's normally John Lewis and Sainsbury's that like go head-to-head for the best Christmas advert. And generally, you end up like just crying when you watch these adverts like they proper go for the feels now i haven't seen the john lewis advert yet it was put out on friday um and i still haven't watched it because it doesn't feel like it's that close to christmas even though we're only like what 30 fucking days or something away 35 days away from christmas and like 25 40 days i don't know Uh, we're pretty close um so i john lewis christmas adverts are just not on my radar at the moment um, so now I know they're out. So John Lewis has put one out. Um, who else has done one? I think McDonald's have put theirs out. I'm not sure. Aldi might have done theirs. Kevin the Carrot. Um, I don't know if Sainsbury's put theirs out yet. But this advert apparently is based all around... Kevin the Carrot did last Christmas. He did last Christmas. Did it. He just did, did it. it. Did it last Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, was the advert that won last Christmas. So... This John Lewis one, apparently it's all based around kindness, and the whole advert is is acts of kindness. Um, Now, there's a bit at the end where a buzz pulls up, um, and I don't know what happens because I haven't seen it, but this buzz pulls up, and apparently people are furious, Cleon. Furious about this bus. So I'm like, what's wrong with the bus? I'm thinking, have they put the steering wheel in the wrong place? Is it is it is it the wrong colour? Is it the wrong shape? What's wrong with the bus? And um, apparently, right, it says on the the number on the front, it's the number two two two, and it goes to Tooting, according to the advert. But apparently, people are furious because Cleon the two 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 does not go to tooting and several people on twitter have been very very quick to point out that the 222 does not go to tooting and they are not happy we are not happy i have got no fucking idea and nor do i care who the fuck complains about a christmas advert getting the fucking number wrong on a buzz maybe they went with the 222 to tooting because it sounds the same two 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 tooting it's just it's it's alliteration it's just funny it's a bit of fun so get in the fucking canal anybody who wants to complain about having the wrong buzz number that buzz doesn't go to tooting i know where the 222 goes and it's not to tooting john lewis do your research fuck off how's that sound that that, (laughs) i guarantee 
that person who complained has got nobody to send Christmas presents to, I reckon. Fair enough, Dave. <laughs> That's what's been happening in media this week, Leon. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, international football. We had a little bit of international football on Thursday, David. We did. We did. We did have so, some international football. Praise the Lord, wear your tartan, get your <laughs> little sporran things out. Scotland have qualified for their first major final since 1998. They qualified for next summer's tournament by beating Serbia in their playoff final on Thursday night. The game was tied. Serbia won, Scotland won. With Ryan Christie, I think he's Ryan Christie, scoring in the 52nd minute, sorry Dave. Mm-hmm. And Jovic in the 90th minute. They won 5-4 on penalties. Going through <clears throat> to Euro 2020. The reward for Scotland is a place in Group D alongside England, Croatia and the Czech Republic. So Scotland leave the plane on standby. Leave the engine running. <laughs> because you're not going to be there long. <laughs> Are they still... Um... Are they still calling it Euro 2020, even though it's taking place next year? Uh, oh, yeah, well, yeah, possibly. It's still Euro. It's still, still kind of yeah, the yeah. Euro 2020. Uh, however, Scotland have got a mouth-watering fixture list, which will uh, consist of two Scotland matches against Croatia and the Czech Republic. Both played in Glasgow, Dave. Mm. I'm not sure whether it's not whether or not it's both Celtic and Rangers or wherever it is at Glasgow, but it's played in Glasgow. Glasgow. Both matches. Mm. Um, also on Thursday night, Dave, <clears throat> yep. in international football, England walked over the Republic of Ireland three nil. Yep. With goals from Harry Maguire, Jordan Sancho, and Calvin and Calvert Lewin. Sorry. They strolled away with victory. It was very bread and butter. However, they play a very good Belgium team tonight, who are rated number one in the world, Mm. uh, with players such as Hazard, De Bruyne, Lukaku, Fellaini. And uh, I I believe, is kick-off not in about 15 minutes? Yeah, it's about 15 minutes. We best start. Um, we best talk a bit quicker. Then. Yeah, we, <laughs> we best get a move on. It'll be good to see just how good England are at the moment. Ahead of the Euros, just to see yeah, a good barometer yeah. against a good team. And if Southgate plays, and I, I'm not a big fan of Southgate, Dave, I'm really not. We mm. can have a talk about England and what our chances are for the Euros in a minute. Um, if he plays Kyle Walker again, I'm, I'm not going to be happy. If he plays the back three with Kyle Walker as a member of the three, I just think it's a bit of a waste of time. I don't think wing backs or right backs can be converted into centre backs. I think centre backs are centre backs. Don't try and play square pegs and round holes. Mm. I don't. I don't see the point. Just select the next best great centre back. And trust your formation. I've got apparently. Is this the lineup? I've got the starting. You I've got the starting eleven. Go on. What's the starting eleven for England? So we're we're, uh, we're playing um, three four two one. Okay. Uh, Walker Dyer. Oh, <laughs> fuck's sake! Go Walk, on. Walker Dyer Ming at the back. Chilwell Henderson Rice Trippier uh, Mount Graylish and Harry Kane. Up the front. 
Pickford in goal. Oh, God's sake. That is an absolute Tory defence. <laughs> that is a Tory defence and a shy goalkeeper. What channel is it on? I'm, so, I'm sorry, Dave. I've got no idea what channel it's on. I'm going to watch. I'm going I'm to watch and roll my eyes. Whatever channel it's on. It's on ITV. I'll watch it in a second. It will be on ITV, will it, Cleon? Because what's I'll on watch- ITV tonight? Oh, <laughs> in a minute, in a minute. We've got to get to that, Dave. We'll get to that. Let's not start about that yet. Um, I think it'll be on BBC or it'll be on Sky. Whichever it's on, I'll probably watch the first 15 minutes now. And then I'll watch Belgium take the lead. Um, and I'll just turn off. Because you can't play a defence and a goalkeeper like that. Who's on the subs bench, Dave? Uh, I don't know. I've come off the page. Has he got the... Go back on the page then. Hang just on go a back. Just click back. No. Oh, it's on Sky Sports. Um, uh, Keane, Sancho, Pope, Winks, Maitland-Niles, Calvert-Lewin, Foden, Saka, Abraham, Henderson, Ballingham. I'd play Keane in that back three. He's in the back three of England in the lineup. Uh, Walker, um, Dyer, and Ming. You see, I'd take Dyer out and play Keane. He's in midfield. Uh, Chilwell, Henderson, Rice, Trippier. So Chilwell's left wing back, Trippier's right wing right, back. Yeah. Rice and who? Henderson. Um, yeah, then, yeah. Fairly wells. Um, Mount, Graylish and Kane. Why has he got Mount on right wing? He's I got don't him on understand left. that. Mount's on left. Well, I think Grealish will be on left more because he's more natural left. I don't get that. I don't get why you play. I don't, I don't understand the formation. I think it's shit. <laughs> <clears throat> I could put together a better England team. Unfortunately, goalkeeper-wise, there's not very good many goalkeepers that are English right now. Mm. So, goalkeeper, you have to go Pickford. I wouldn't go with that formation. Are we at home? No. Yeah, yes. No. no. Yeah. No. 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 We're away, we're so away. I'd go. I'd go a four-one. I'd go a four. I'd go four-three-three, if you will. I'd go Pickford and goal because you're fucked. You've got to go Pickford. <laughs> I don't know who's available, so you could say I'd go this player, this player, this player, but I don't know who's available right now. So I'd have to know what the full England squad is. Yeah. To know where to play. I could say ideally who's to play, but you don't know who's available, who's not fit, you know? Mm-hmm. So if that's what he's got best to his ability, but I wouldn't have Dyer there. I'd play Dyer further up the pitch and I probably wouldn't play Rice, but I wouldn't really play Dyer as a centre back. Personally, it's just me. I'm not the England manager. No, no. But you do look sharp in a waistcoat. If I was an England manager, (laughs) Dave, if I was the England manager, Dave, we would have won the World Cup. Yes. And if you were the England manager, you certainly wouldn't be the player manager with your fucking knees. So (laughs) I'd be getting a lot more money as well. Mm. What's crack with your knees? (laughs) It's still fucked. (laughs) <laughs> no, 
so Dave, so we've been back to the hospital. We've been to see the specialist. We've had the screw tightened. Yeah. We go through to three weeks of intense physiotherapy to have the knee then cleaned out. Another Blech. three weeks of intense physiotherapy Blech. to have <laughs> cartilage put in. Um, and then we see what happens. So, yeah. Yeah, not major operations, just basically cleans. Cleans, really. Tightening your nuts and uh, yeah, and tightening my screws and putting a <laughs> bit of lubrication in there. Yeah, that's pretty. Much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting in a few new parts, you know. There's a bit of wear and tear going on in there. I've got to have a few new bits put in. <laughs> you know? We have but, to change a wheel every now and again, Dave. But while you're sat at home resting your weary leg. At least for the next three weeks, you've got something to watch at night. <laughs> I've got to say, I am really happy uh, tonight. I am really happy today because I would like to confirm the return for I'm a Celebrity. Get me Get out, out of here! here! Yes! I oh, am. I'm glad you joined in then, Dave. Yeah, of course, of course. Yes. Speaking, speaking of Anton Deck, all right. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm a celebrity returns tonight. Now, uh, full confession here, uh, I don't really like reality TV. It's not my thing. I am however, exactly the same, Dave. However, I'm a celebrity get me out of here. It, it's, it's my vice. It is like, I don't believe in guilty pleasures, but if they were a thing... I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out Here would be my guilty pleasure. It's one of two shows that m me and the family all sit down and watch together. Now, the thing with it is, because the kids watch it and they do have school the next day, they don't watch it at night. Because it's on late, isn't it? It's on, like, after 9 o'clock, so they don't mm -hmm. watch it at night. We, all, we watch it the next day. It's on day. at 9 o'clock. So we're all... Um, we're, we're always a day behind, apart from when it comes to the final night. You know, we let them stay up for that, but... We're always a day behind, so I'm I'm actually not going to watch it tonight. I'll watch episode one tomorrow, um, but it, it has returned. However, it's not in Australia because no, it's not. Where of, is it, Dave? Of the, the global bastard that's um, that's wreaking havoc around the world. It's in Wales. The the COVID the COVID could not stop Anton Deck. You can't stop a good you can't, you can't. good couple of Geordies. You, you can't, can't stop them, Dave. So where did they move to? Uh, they're in. It. Where could we choose from the whole of England? They're in a castle in North the Wales. Beautiful... They're in a castle yeah. in North Wales. A castle in North Wales. I can't pronounce the castle, Cleon, because it's in Abigail. Welsh. It's in Welsh, so there's no fucking vowels. I can't pronounce it. It's, they're in Abigail, it's... aren't they? <laughs> castle. I think that's how you pronounce it. If we've got any Welsh listeners, then please tell me how you pronounce that, because I've got no fucking idea. But they're in a castle in Wales, um, and it's going to be a bit weird, because they're in a castle in Wales, and they're not actually in a jungle. Um, but hopefully, it's going to be just as fun as every other series. And I'm also very impressed with the lineup because all bar one, I think we can actually call celebrities because there's been some no. there's been some seasons where people have gone in and you go you're not a celebrity Who? you did yeah. one thing once like yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. so i've got the lineup here in front of me first of all we've got everybody's tv favorite shane ritchie yes we've got shane ritchie it says here he's at 
It says here, occupation, former EastEnders actor. I mean, they could have just gone with actor, because that's his occupation. <laughs> but no, we've gone with former EastEnders former. actor. Um, so, yeah, Shane Ritchie, uh, known for playing uh, Alfie Moon in EastEnders, uh, is in the jungle. Apparently, he's gone on record to say the only reason he's going in is because he's broke. Um, we've got Jordan North, Radio 1 DJ. Um, he's... He's nicknamed the supply teacher at BBC Radio, and he's considered to be a likeable, down-to-earth Lancashire lad, um, is Jordan North. So Radio 1 DJ, Jordan North, uh, not in the jungle, in the castle. Um, Victoria Derbyshire, a BBC journalist and presenter. Um, Both these two people aren't celebrities, Dave, just by the way. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, she she uh, is known for presenting... Victoria Derbyshire on, on, on BBC Two, I think it is, every every morning. Uh, Vernon Kay. That's better. Radio yep. and TV presenter Vernon Kay, who presents fucking everything. Um, he does the Formula E, presents the Formula E. He's done uh, Family Fortunes. He's done a load of, load of, load of fucking yep. stuff. Uh, we've got a knight. We've got a knight of the realm in there, Cleon. Oh, we have. Samo Farah. Oh, slappy head, he's on. Samo Farah is in there. Um... Olympic legend Mo Farah, uh, another Olympian Holly Arnold is uh, is in there. Uh, Para Olympian athlete uh, in the javelin, um, she is in there. Jessica Plummer, another actor formerly of EastEnders and singer. She was in the girl group Neon Jungle, uh, mm. and she was an actor in EastEnders. Beverly Collard, obviously known for Coronation Street, playing Liz McDonald. AJ Pritchard, he's from Round Here, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a dan he's dancer. Yeah, yeah, he's from around here. He's in there. Um, <laughs> apparently, apparently, very nearly didn't go in because he had COVID. Um, wow. So I, I think I've not. This isn't official, by the way. You fact check me on this, but I think he was able to isolate in time to actually then go uh, onto the show. And then we've got Giovanna Fletcher. Now this is the one I didn't know who this person was. And I was reading the blurb, and it says, Occupation, podcast host. Well, if that makes you a celebrity, then we're celebrities, Cleon. Right, podcast <gasps> host. Um, actress and author. So, okay, maybe we're getting somewhere here. Um, however, she's the wife of uh, McFly's Tom Fletcher. Ah, uh, there you go. But she does present a show on CBeebies, and she has been on uh, Loose Women. And she's written books, and she's best known for her popular podcast, Happy Mum, Happy Baby. Um, well, so... David, I have been on Six Times Radio, you and have. also played at the Rigger. You have, yes. Um, so I think it's time to submit an application. For celebrity. For celebrity, for the next one. I mean, if the listeners could like keep sharing us out so we can get them subscriptions up, maybe we can go in the jungle next year. Hashtag Cleon and Dave in Hashtag the jungle. Hashtag Cleon and Dave in the jungle. Or Dave and Cleon in the jungle. You have to do alphabetically. DK, DK, right. yeah, DK. DK jungle. Yeah. DK jungle. Hashtag DK jungle. DK That's, jungle. We're starting, we've, DK got, jungle. we've got 12 months to get me and Cleon in the jungle. If you were in the jungle, is there any Bush Tucker trial that you wouldn't do? No. Yeah, I'd do every fucking one of them. I would do I'd all have of to them. Do it. I'd have to do it. All of them. I, and there's things... 
petrified of rats. Yeah, the, well known. There's things that I'm do. shit scared of, but I would do every single one of them. Um, I, I don't think I'd be very happy about them, but I would do them. I'd definitely do the eating one. Yeah, I'd fucking yeah. Eat, I'd eat all of it. I'd eat all of it. Every the, single uh, fucking the, last bit of it. You can the show problem us- is with me, yeah, the eating thing wouldn't be an issue. Can you imagine how boring that television would be if they had me and you doing that trial? I'd eat all the kangaroo dick, all of it. Can you can you imagine that? Ostrich it'd balls. Literally be, it'd literally be. Cleo, I've ostrich, yeah, she's got hang balls. On, hang on, <laughs> hang on a sec. Straight in my mouth. Chew, 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 chew. Swallow. Uh, Dave, <laughs> yep. Drinking chew, 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 ground swallow. up uh, cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, we could do that, man. We do that. We bought that. Anton Deck, bring it on. The duo's calling it out. Hashtag calling Anton Deck out. Bring us in the jungle. <laughs> Show us what you've got. Just be the most... See, we're giving it the big and now, like, we'd sit at that table and we'd see the kangaroo dick and we'd be like, oh, I'm not too sure about this anymore. <laughs> no, it's, a bit, it's a bit of... Basketball. It's a bit nasty, that is. <laughs> Fast forward 12 months and I'm in a, lot, I'm in a coffee and they're pouring rats Pouring rats on you. <laughs> <laughs> Cleon, Cleon, you're right. A rat is just shit in my mouth, Dave. It's just shit in my mouth. <laughs> oh, fucking hellfire. Um, anyway, it's time to wrap up for another week. Um, a big thank you to everybody that listens to the show week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Uh, thanks for the feedback that we're getting as well. Uh, we do get a few messages most weeks saying, great show, guys. Uh, and we really appreciate that. Uh, it just makes it a little bit more worthwhile. I mean, we'd do it anyway, I think, even if we got no feedback. Even if it was a shit yeah. show, we'd carry on doing it. But uh, we do appreciate the little messages and stuff that people send us. Uh, so keep sending us messages. Keep subscribing. Keep liking. Keep Have listening. Did you say we had a couple of messages? Yeah, we, we got we got a few messages. Just, you know, great show, guys. Really enjoyed it this week. Well done. Aww. Things are. It's lovely. It's lovely when, when, they, when they come in. Send um, us some boob pictures, guys. Some what? Sorry. Boob pictures. Boobs. 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 Anybody's like. Anyone's boobs. Hairy boobs. No. Little boobs. Big boobs. Big boobs. <laughs> okay, right. Cleon wants big boobs. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're allowed to do that. I'm not sure. Are we not? No, I don't think so. It's 2020, isn't it? You have to be like. Oh, okay then. Um... It's not. Not the seventies anymore. How do I say it then? How do I say it? It's equal uh, opportunities, Cleon. So we've got to accept. Okay, we've got to accept okay. all boobs. All boobs. Yeah, all big boobs. All, or, uh, or just all. Of just them. all of them, because it's equal. Everybody's equal. It's equal opportunities. It's equal equal rights. So you know, we welcome the equal rights here at Shingles List. So all any boobs will do. Send them. Fuck it. I love all. Okay. I love yeah, the airy boobs. I love yeah. the airy boobs. The man boobs. Any boobs. Speaking of boobs, I've been watching the sumo. There's boobs everywhere oh, in that, yeah, man. Never, yeah, quick cover the sumo. Well, um, both Yokozunas haven't competed. Uh, there's three Ozakis. Two of them are out with an injury. Um, so Takakesho, the remaining Ozaki, is just bulldozing his way through everybody. That's basically where we're at. He's the only person Fair. at the moment with an undefeated record. Terran of Fuji, um, uh, he's 7-1. and one. Takakesho's 8-0. and oh. uh, some, of, some of the bouts have been really fucking good. Some of them have been boring. Um, you've got N, is it Endo or Enho? There's two. I think it's Endo, right? Now, he is, um, he's on a, a, a zero and eight 
losing record, which means he's going to get a demotion. He's going to go back down to Jurio League. The thing about him is, Cleon, he's about two foot tall and weighs about three stone, right? He's, he's tiny. And so what's happening is he's running into his opponent and then just getting thrown onto the floor or out of the <laughs> ring. Um, he's got his own style of sumo, and sometimes it works because he's dead light and, and nippy. Um, and he can just like jump around people and, and move out the way and slap them down and stuff. But it's not working for him in this tournament. And now he's got a losing record. He's going to get demoted, which is a shame because he's a fan favorite. People love him as well. Um, but yeah, uh, my, my boy from the last tournament, Toby Zaru, is doing wank. Uh, I think he's won three. <laughs> um, so he's a. Uh, He's been. He's, he was bottom of. He was like bottom ranking Mega Shearer, and now he's Mega Shearer four. So it was always going to be harder for him. Uh, but yeah, he's doing absolutely wank, which I'm not happy about. Uh, and it looks like Takakesho, who I really don't like. He's he comes across as a bit of an arrogant prick, but he is dominating everybody. It looks like he's going to win this one. But we've got another week left uh, before it's over. So I will come at you next week with the uh, the final report of who oh. won, of who won the November Basho. Um, so yeah, big thanks to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are the best. Be sure to like and subscribe, share us out amongst your friends, leave us a review wherever you can, and follow us on our socials. On Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Shingler's List Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Shingler's List PC. You can follow me at Shingler MVOC. You can follow Cleon at KLBuley. Follow me on Instagram, it's Shingler's underscore list. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.